Welcome to the Business Family Marriage Podcast with Tim Smoyer. This is his personal podcast where he shares what he's learning about growing a seven-figure business while also raising seven children and deepening his relationship with his wife at the same time. He shares what he's learning, what's worked, what hasn't, what he's trying next to grow a fruitful business, family, and marriage. For more on that today, here's Tim. Well, hello, parents, business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, how are you guys? It's been a little while since we've hung out here. I feel like I, I wanted to do one of these episodes every, uh, at least once a month. I was thinking hopefully like twice a month, but it's turning out to be more like once every month or two. <laughs> so I uh, hope that's okay with you guys as I just kind of work this into my schedule, just my personal podcast where I just talk out loud about things I'm processing as it relates to building successful and fruitful families, marriages, and businesses, especially the overlap between all those areas. Because um, I've been learning that what you know when it comes to organizational leadership and a business, a lot of those same principles apply to a home and a successful marriage and family. And uh, so, yeah, a little, we'll do that again with you guys here today. Um, I'll give you a little story, a little backdrop here first um, about uh, last quarter, primarily, Q4 2021. I was, we, we, were, we were working through some stuff in, in the business, and, uh, and we were hitting, if I'm going to summarize it all down, well, some of the stuff we're hitting was just like my my inexperience as a CEO at a business that's growing and at this level. I made some uh, new mistakes that I'll never make again. But uh, but along with that, but it's just like I've I'd, I've never led a business to this point before, and uh, to ten employees and. Um, and this type of revenue and stuff, and so it's it's becoming a lot for for me to handle. And I've thought I was getting pretty good at like handing things off and at um, delegating and training and putting good systems and processes into place. And a lot of that was working really well. Uh, but I quickly learned, just like we like on YouTube channels, like we do, like the thing that gets you. To a thousand subscribers is probably not the thing that's going to get you to a hundred thousand, and that's probably not the thing that's going to get you to a million, right? And and so a lot of creators just get stuck in the thing that got them to a thousand, wondering why it's not getting them to the next level, or you know, and so on. And I think this, I, I'm learning that there's something true, something similar about that in business. The thing that gets you to, um, you know, off the ground and full time on YouTube is not the thing that gets you to like six figures on YouTube. And the thing I, and, and the business principles and things that got you to six figures aren't often the ones that get you to a million. And I've learned the ones that get us to a million, but in terms of getting to like 10 million in annual revenue, like I haven't, I don't have those skills. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm figuring them out. And so along the way, what I, uh, we were working with a, a client um, who actually ended up being a local guy, you know, which I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, got into a consultation. Tur- turns out we were like 20 minutes from each other. And I was like, oh, that's that's never happened before. And so we did uh, some other sessions and I ended up uh, going to their, their office and their studios, which like only 20 minutes down the road, which is, which is awesome, and hung out with them. And uh, and with this guy, he's built a very successful business, uh, much more than, than I have. 
and uh, I, I learned that he does some uh, business coaching. And I was like, can you help me get to that next level and let's do a barter deal? You know, I'll help you with some YouTube stuff and, and you help me with um, kind of understand how, how do I get to the next level in business. And, uh, and so he agreed, thankfully. And we started doing some sessions here and there, kind of like we'd have a, a conversation, talk with him about some roadblocks, some issues I felt like I was facing. And he'd be like, here's the actual roadblock you're facing. And here's an assignment for you to do. Once you've done that assignment, then come back. And that's kind of how I managed it. And it was really good. I'm uh, really thankful for that. And uh, so one of the things that he was really directing me in, in terms of like, if you want to grow a business past where you are and getting to the, the 10 million mark and maybe just parenthetically here like the goal i don't have a goal of 10 million i just know that i need different skills in order for this thing to not feel stuck to me or anyone else <laughs> you know i need i need those skills and so can you help me keep this thing this thing moving and so um he had me read a couple books and uh one of those books is called um, The One Thing. And in that book, he says, he, the main premise is, what is the one thing that if you did this one thing, that everything else would either become easier or obsolete? And it's really a question of like focus. And it's also a question of like, where am I gonna put my energy for the maximum results? And it forces me to prioritize, right? And so, when when you when your business gets to a certain level and you need to and you need to keep growing, there's lots of problems you still don't, you don't know how to fix. His his advice was me it was like advice was like the power of focus. What's the one thing that if I did this one thing, everything else would become easier or obsolete? Whew. So, uh, I took that task and I boiled it down. And almost to the point where I felt like this might be ultimately unhelpful. It's so broad and generic. So, um, so I, I brought those things to him, and we kind of worked on them a little bit. And I got it down to the one thing in my business. And then Q4 basically was just 100% focus on that one thing and accomplishing that one thing. And my team and I, most of them, they kind of rallied around that one thing with us too, with me as well. And we accomplished that. One thing, for the most part. I mean, there's still some parts here in Q1 of 2022 that we're that we're still implementing and doing because of that. But the the power of getting down to like, what is the one thing that if I do this one thing, everything else becomes easier or obsolete? And that is like the the one lesson I'm learning about when the the, the type of CEO, the type of leader you need to be to get from where we at where we're at where you know, you can get to a full-time job just kind of doing everything on yourself, yourself, and and even seven, uh, six figures. Sometimes even seven figures, but seven figures usually comes when you have a team and you have a support with, system with you, um, and which which is where where I'm at. But then as that grows, then it's still kind of like, well, we don't really have someone for this. We don't have someone doing that, and and, and so I end up taking on a lot of responsibilities, um, and 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 there's so many opportunities and things going on. There's just more activity, and what ends up happening is like you end up with like all these things that feel urgent and important. <laughs> they feel urgent and important, but they're not really all that urgent and that important. And 
And so boiling it down to just like one thing, like what's one lever? Like I have all these levers. I have all these knobs I could turn, all these levers I could pull, but what's the the main one? And I'm finding like that is this like one of the primary skills that I need to learn in order to take a business to the next level for it to be fruitful and for it to be successful and really have uh, the impact that I want to have in in our family's life and the lives of people who work on our team and the, and the clients that that we work with. It's about the, that skill of saying no to all these good things. You can say yes to the best thing. And so that is not an easy skill to learn because it's like, but what about that thing? And that thing still needs to be done. And like, and it's just like, no, like you gotta just boil it down to the one thing. And for our business at that time and boil it all down to, we need to have a plan for restoring healthy profitability. Because the mistake I made is I was kind of got lost in the weeds of all the stuff that needed to be done and the tasks and getting that stuff done and, and pulling it off. And what I didn't realize was happening is, um, well, what was happening is we had a lot of demand for cl- clients wanting to work with us. And so we started selling contracts into a waiting list. People were paying full price to be on a waiting list to be next in line to work with us when availability opened up. And so we did, did that for like, sold it out like six months in the future. And I'm, then I'm like, okay, I can't keep, we can't keep selling these out in the future, right? Like there's gotta be a point where like we just stop and fulfill the contracts that we've already sold. And so we did that. And what happened is revenue went down when, when we did that. And revenue, like it didn't go to zero because we had other things we were doing as well, but, but that took, we took a hit. And then, and then to serve the demand that we had, I started hiring people. So so overhead went up, right? You can see where this is going. Not a great scenario. And then because our overhead was going up and because, and not just for that program, but in other things too, and, um, and revenue is going down uh, before, before long, um, just what it cost us to deliver our client service contract, um, we were losing 3% on it. Uh, it wasn't even breaking even anymore on the cost. Not only did we have no margin, but we were losing money. And so I'm really glad I stopped selling these out perpetually. But then we had this this issue where like we'd sold these con- all these contracts for this price and we had to deliver on them. And I mean, I guess I could have canceled them and been like, hey, you got to give us more money. But I didn't feel right doing that. Like I told you we we're going to do this service for this price. I'm going to keep my word. We're going to do that. And... And, and so we lost money a little bit on top of what we were, it was just it was a bad situation, right? And so for several months, we were losing money um, every month and we had some cash reserves um, saved up in the bank. Thanks, Dave Ramsey, we had our emergency fund for the business and uh, I, we, we had a pretty long runway. We weren't like losing like crazy amounts of money, but, um, but you know, any business, you don't want to lose money at all, right? So... Uh, and so that's just kind of like a, a rookie mistake that that I made. Um, and because of that, it was like we have to turn this around. And the one thing we're going to focus on is creating a plan for healthy profitability. That meant reevaluating everything, the programs, the services, the, 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 the systems, the processes we follow. Where can we still deliver the, uh, a really high quality product that's up to our standard? Um, and find different ways of doing things. And we did. We discovered a lot of cool different ways of, of doing things. And now a lot of the things we're doing this quarter is, is delivering on, on, is executing those things that we, that plan that we had put in place. So, and it's already working. We already see things improving and, and that's really, that's really good. 
so things are turning around and uh yeah we, we are profitable again so love that um so how does all that apply to the family right as I was doing this in terms of like, all right, in order for me to become like a next level CEO and leader of this business, uh, it's going to be more one of those th skills is like really focusing on one thing and concentrating time and attention onto the main lever that's going to have the biggest impact rather than just all of these like little levers that are all important, but like this one lever could like have a, a bigger ripple effect. Um, and so uh, I think about that in terms of the family. It's like, hey, what's the one thing in my family? that if I did this one thing, that would make everything easier or obsolete. And the, I know the goal in family is a little bit different. Like you're not just trying to make everything easier. You're not trying to make things ob obsolete either. But if I was just gonna turn around that would like, what's the one thing I could do in my family that would make everything here healthier or run more smoothly or whatever kind of like, you know, language you wanna put in there because um, efficiency isn't always the goal in the, in the family. Relationships usually are. And relationships are usually just not that efficient, you know, in terms of like, do this, this. I mean, there's some, uh, you, get, you get what I'm saying, all right? So um, I've been thinking about that. What is the one thing I can do in my family as a father, as a husband, that in so doing, everything else becomes easier or obsolete or maybe a different language, more fruitful, more beneficial, more healthy, for, for, for everyone. And as I've been thinking about that, uh, there's a lot of things I can do in my family, right? But if I boil it down, I really think it's like two things. Well, no, it needs to be the one thing, but I'll boil it down. It'll, it's, you'll, 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 they, they connect. Is, is I need to really learn how to be more empathetic towards my wife and show her that empathy, that I have for the things she's experiencing as a mother, as a wife, the struggles that go along with that, the the the, the pressures, the the tiredness, the expectations, and the unwritten expectations, and unspoken expectations, and, and all that. And I feel like if my wife feels like I have the empathy towards her that she deserves, and and I can, then I think that would have such a big impact on on everything else on our relationship, on her relationship with the kids, making her feel supported. That's what I mean. Like if it has like a this ripple effect and all these other things, it's, it is, so it's, it is one thing, but it like has this ripple effect on, on her feeling, um, supported. Um, it likely will have, uh, an, an impact on the, the closeness that we feel. I think it would be good for me to be able to increase that empathy that I have, uh, for her. And I think that's a that's a skill I really need to dive into in terms of um, how do you how do I increase empathy for her? It's it's not a skill I'll be honest that I that I'm super good at. <laughs> you know, it's a it's something that I that I want to be really good at, but it's not my my personality is more as one that's pretty driven, more decisive. It's kind of like a, you know. Let's get things done, make things efficient, make things move, you know, type thing. And uh, but empathy is something that I I I really need. And so I did find a good book on empathy that I've started going through. I haven't finished it yet. Um, that's that's been really helpful in helping me develop that skill of empathy. But I think that 
Yeah, I'm not even honestly sure like exactly all that would happen in our family. If if I'm right about that being the right lever I need to pull, what type of impact that has on... I, I know it'll have a huge impact. I just don't really know what. Um, but I just feel like that's the thing that I really need to focus on. That's the one thing. <sighs> so that's where I'm at, guys. I'm trying to figure out, learn how to pull those levers, um, both in my business and in my family. And I think when I learn that type of focus and that type of, and, and learn the skills that go along with being able to determine what the right lever is and then pulling it, I think that's going to have a really major significant impact in my life personally, my marriage and my family and my business. And I think that's part of like getting to be a next level CEO, next level dad, next level husband. And not that there's levels to all that, but I feel like I need to, like, why am I giving disclaimers, like, disclaimers for everything I say? I think you guys get the spirit of what I'm saying. Not, I think maybe what it's been is, like, I, I have got a couple co- comments on the podcast on this one being, like, why are you trying to turn your family into a business? That's so, like, you know, and they're not saying it, like, in that tone of voice. They're not saying it hatefully. Um, but it was, but I get it. It's not everyone kind of sees this stuff the same way that I see it, and it's not, like, always as clear and obvious for everyone. In terms of like, you know, why would you treat, why would you take principles about uh, employee relationships and apply them to your marriage? <laughs> you know, so I think I mean that's why I'm trying. I'm probably overcorrecting myself, but I think most of you guys, you guys understand what I'm trying to say here and where I'm coming from. Um, so. Yeah, looking forward to hearing from you guys on this one. A little shorter one for you. Um, I'm tired. If you're watching the video version, you've seen me rubbing my eyes here. And But I've just been thinking about this. And, um, yeah, empathy in the business and focusing, again, on profitability. in the uh, Empathy in the marriage, <laughs> profitability in the business is kind of where it's at. So love to hear what thoughts you guys have on that concept. A little quick one here. Um, there's a link in the show notes here. We can leave me a voice message and I'd love to include those in future episodes here and reply to the comments, the thoughts, the ideas that you guys have, uh, around this topic. And, um, yeah, I know I'm looking forward to learning from you guys too. Uh, if you have a lever that you think would be like the main one you need to pull either in your business or your family, um, I'd love to hear what that one is, what that one is for you. And, uh, if we can get a bunch of these responses, it'd be great for me to String them all together into an episode and all, all of us just like learn from each other. So if that's like a homework assignment I can give you, it's like to think about that, process it, and then share with us what comes to mind and then go do it. And yeah, I'd love to hear what those results are with some uh, voice messages that you guys you guys leave. So thanks for you guys for being a part of this, this uh, the audience here, this, this community here of uh, people who are trying to grow successful businesses, families, and marriages. And uh, I got so many other thoughts and ideas I want to process with you guys, but um, I got a lot going on with the with the business right now. So it's kind of fit this in when I'm like, got something burning in me. I just got to get it out. I sit down and like I am this evening and just crank this out on my phone and get it posted for you. So thank you guys for listening. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts, and I'll see you guys again sometime soon, hopefully for another business family no business family marriage podcast. See you guys back. Bye.